Breaking Verses Down is brought to you by God. God, speaking through Pastor Jason since 2002 and in charge of the universe since always. This is something new and different. Always new and different things happening on Breaking Versus Down BVD. First, I'll say hello. Lovely to have you with me as I do this podcast from a different location. No, it's not the Breaking Versus Down broadcasting studio. And it's not inside the house. Well, sort of. Sort of inside the house. No, today, folks. Today. You get to hear me from my garage. Yep, my garage. Here's the deal. It's snowing like crazy outside. I don't want to drag my podcasting equipment through the snow. Get to the Breaking Versus Down broadcasting studio. I decided not to do that. So I tried to do something different. I am in our garage. And the people that are watching on Facebook Live right now, let me just show you to prove this to you. I'll get out of the way here. There's my beautiful 2002 Chevy Cavalier with bumps and scratches and big giant snow tires on it. It's a sight to behold, let me tell you. This is going to be different. I'm just going to warn you first before we get going here. Anybody could walk in this door. Taking out garbage, taking out cans. My kids might walk in and ask for something. My wife might come in, give me a list of things to do. That could uh, that could literally happen any second. I almost expect it to happen in this podcast. This is so backwards. I've been so busy lately. I was down South Island um, visiting people for the weekend. Never had a chance to prep. So last night, the last second, I prepped something up. Of course, I asked God what he wanted me to say and. Uh, I got a neat little short sermon for you that I think is going to be good for you. Eh, I think it it makes a lot of sense. And we'll get into it in just a second. But first, I want to bring something up that's another one of those crazy things that have been on my mind. You know the nice thing about being in this garage? I'm, I'm literally doing it from the top of a deep freezer. And when this thing turns on, you're going to hear a wee, 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 Aren't you excited? This is so exciting. So where was I? Oh, yeah. I was talking about something that I want to plead with. Do people, if they have a business or if they work in a school or a rec center or anything, this is something that I believe is sorely lacking. Pardon the pun. You'll know why in a second. It is sorely lacking in the places that our community goes to. And I think it should be banished, this thing that I'm talking about. It's it's something that bothers me. It's something that this crazy introverted mind thinks about a lot. I just want to share here on BVD, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry 
if I'm annoying with it or if you're thinking TMI with it. But I have to say it because it's my show and I can do what I want. The one thing that I think shows such a lack of respect is when you go to a place and you decide to use their public restroom and you go in there and you do your business, not getting any grosser than that, and the toilet paper is like sandpaper. I mean, that shows such a lack of respect. Why would you do that? Like, it's absolutely uncalled for. You can afford the good stuff. You shouldn't be using that sandpaper toilet paper in a restroom. I'm sorry. And again, I'll say it's TMI. But I think that stuff should be banned. It's just not good for you. It's not right. And it shows that you think this much of the people that are coming into your facility, wherever it may be. So if I ever have a store, or if I ever work as a custodian, or anything like that, and I have any say at all, I'll tell you one thing. I'm putting the good stuff out there. You're welcome. And speaking of the good stuff, we're going to get right into it here on BVD. And we're going to get into um, what the Lord put on my heart again. I didn't have as much time to prep for this as um, I have in other situations. And like I say, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere in my garage trying to get away from kids and the whole bit. Didn't feel like bringing all that podcast equipment right through the snow out back. So, yeah, I decided to just hunker down here. Okay, what are we talking about today? Let's see here. We are going to do a very, very quick verse, and it's only one verse. And like I say, this would probably be shorter than most podcasts, but um, hey, you got something out of me anyway. The verse we're going to talk about is in the book of Colossians, chapter 4, verse 2. Colossians, chapter 4, verse 2. And this is what it says. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Because it's only one verse this week, I'm going to say it again. Try to fill up a little bit of time. Continue steadfastly. In prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. You know, sometimes when you're teaching the word, you want to get a whole bunch of scriptures in there and make yourself look like really smart and really um, holy and spiritual and all that stuff. When really, you could do an entire podcast on one teeny tiny verse. You know, I, I well, towards when I was beginning this journey here on breaking verses down, I used the smallest scripture, pardon me, the smallest verse in scripture. Jesus wept. And I did a whole show on that, on Jesus wept. Because when God gets into something, there's power there. No matter how big it is, no matter how small it is. He's so amazingly intelligent and smart and, and, and just powerful that all you need is a verse to make an impact. And this verse, you know, oh, last night I was like, I actually already started typing something else I was going to do today. And then I felt Holy Spirit say, you're not supposed to be doing this. So I deleted the whole thing. And I'm like, well, you better show me what I got to do here, God, because I'm running out of time. And he brought me to this verse. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it 
with Thanksgiving. There is actually a lot there that we can chew on. And the first thing that I plan on chewing on here is the word steadfastly. Steadfastly. You don't hear that very often. You know, I don't use it in a grocery store when I'm telling Jaden, my son, hey, go get some, some bubbly and make it steadfastly. I, I don't say that. But in the scripture, it's here. And we should break it down so we know what we're saying here. Steadfastly. What it means is that you're doing something in a firm and unwavering manner. So you're firm. You're strong in it. You're not letting go of it. And unwavering, basically meaning that you're not going to quit. You're going to be determined and persistent in um, seeing what you're praying for happen. That's what they're saying in, in, in this book right here, in Colossians 4, verse 2. Continue steadfastly in prayer. So when we're praying for something, when we are praying to God, and we um, are asking for answers, whatever they may be, we need to do it in a steadfastly manner. We need to do it in a firm and unwavering manner, in a way that is just fixed. You're fixed on what you need to what you need to see happen, knowing with absolute trust that your God can do anything, anything at all. He, he is that strong. He is that powerful. And if it's for you, it will happen. And if it's not for you, then um, thank you, Lord, for not making that thing happen. But we need to stay steadfastly in prayer, in conversation, in this relationship with God. And when we do that, God sees our faith because we believe in total faith that he can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we must continue our prayers in a firm and unwavering manner. You know, I was thinking about a person that um, I used to go to church with a long, not really a long time ago, a few, quite a few years back though. And this person um, got a very, very bad report from the doctors telling him, you have this, you have that, you probably have no chance of surviving it. You're not going to make it. What did he do? Did he go home sobbing and crying and saying the doctor says it's over, so it's over? He did the opposite, actually. He said, I'm not going to believe that doctor report. I'm not accepting it. I am going to steadfastly pray to God with healing scriptures, and I will confess them over and over and over, and they will be in my spirit. They're going to be just going through me through all the health conditions, breaking them off by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. He had total faith and he steadfastly prayed that the Lord would heal him, firm and unwavering. And you know what? He got completely healed of all those conditions that the doctor said was going to take his life. Healed by the power of blood of Jesus because he had such faith that God could heal him that he just would not let it go, claim that healing in Jesus' name. You see, we don't have God's wristwatch on, but what we do have is the ability to be firm and unwavering in our belief that God can 
and will answer our prayers. Got to have faith. You know, a while back he was teaching me about trust. Trust. He just said to me for months on end, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Until I absolutely did trust him. And um, he is faithful in that. So the other word in this verse that I wanted to go over is the word watchful. Let's see where that is in scripture here. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. What does it mean to be watchful? On the weekend, all my friends are showing me their really cool watches that hook onto their phone and stuff like that. I might have to look that, look that up. I might have to get me one of those gadgets myself. What does it mean to be watchful? Well, here we go. It means watching or observing someone or something closely. Alter and vigilant. God wants us to watch him in our prayer life closely. We're not going to say, okay, I'm going to say a little prayer here. Do, 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 do. Here's the prayer. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to think about you for another until this time tomorrow, God. I'm not going to even pay attention to you. But you do what I say. That is not relationship with him. What he wants is for us to be watchful of him. Because when you're watchful of him, when you're believing something for, for from him, and you're watching him as, as he makes it all happen, all that does is build your faith up even more. We knew My wife and I knew that we really wanted to move up island. We just felt like God wanted us to do this. And we prayed. And we said, Lord, if this is what you want us to do, let it be done. If not, we want to stay right where we're at. And we were watchful as we kept on saying that over and over again, steadfastly. And the watchfulness that we that we just got focused right in on God. And we, we were able to see not just that he made our prayer come true, but the way that he made our prayer come through or come true, I should say. And it was absolutely amazing. You see, God is not a vending machine where we plunk in money and press what we want and never think about it again. That is not what God wants. If he wanted that, he would have just turned us into little robots that do everything that he says. But no, he wanted us to have free will. Free will. So that when we do the things of God, we're doing them. Because we want to be in relationship with him. And we trust him again. You see, our father desires a relationship with us. And as we pray to him, he wants us to watch him and how he moves. Watching how our prayers are answered will only build our faith. And he wants our faith in him built as strong as possible. And then the, the desires of your heart, if they're in line with God's plan for your life, will come true. Hallelujah. So we got steadfastly and we got watchful. And, you know, the last thing that they have in there, the last word that I wanted to focus on is another word that I've heard in many other scriptures as well. And that is that we do all these things with thanksgiving. 
Thanksgiving. Makes me miss turkey already. Thanksgiving. Going to say the scripture again because there's only one. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. <laughs> with thanksgiving. So only on thanksgiving. No, that's not what we're saying. With thanksgiving. We need to be thankful for answered prayer. We God wants us to worship him as we pray. Worship is what God, moves God the most. When we worship him, when we just recite his awesome glory out loud and proclaim our love for him, proclaim that we are his and he is ours. This beautiful flow of a relationship. We do this with thanksgiving. So when we're praying for something to happen, we say we do it with thanksgiving because no matter what happens from it, you are wonderful, Lord, and we love you. And there's a key that I just said right there. No matter what happens, whether I get the promotion that I want or whether I don't get the promotion that I want, whether I'm taking medication or whether I'm not taking medication, whether I'm completely confused or completely with clarity, no matter what, good or the bad, whichever it is, God wants us to be thankful of him and trust him in every possible way. It reminds me of a, of a um, psalm that I actually already covered on BVD. It was a part of um, a sermon oh, a few weeks back. And in Psalm 34, verse 19, Psalm 34, 19, it says, The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. God is faithful. And when we are sitting there and saying the Lord delivers him from them all, we are saying that steadfastly focused on him. We are doing that watchfully. We are watching for him. And we are doing it with thanksgiving, knowing that we can trust him. While he delivers us from them all, we are focused in on him watching how he does what he does. And I think really this sermon just comes down to one thing here. Trust. Trust. Do you trust him enough to stay steadfastly on him, praying to him? Do you love him enough to be with thanksgiving, being watchful of him? How much are we going to focus on him? I want God in every part of my life. I want his love to just drip out of me so that other people are touched by it. He can fix any one of our hurts, any one of our pains, any one of our problems. God can heal it because he is Jehovah Jireh. He is the beginning, the middle, in the end, he is the great I am. He is somebody that's worth your steadfast focus. He is somebody that's worth being watchful of, not letting go of your eyes from what he's going to do. He is somebody that is worth thanksgiving. I see so many people in this world, whether it be people that are very popular, people that are very powerful, 
and everybody likes it when 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 they're worshipped. It's a good feeling. And somebody just, you know, the other day, my son came up to me and he's like, "Dad, I just love you. You're the best dad ever, and I just absolutely love you." And and, and it felt so good to hear that from him. It felt like I had accomplished or was accomplishing what I was put on this earth to do, raise a beautiful family. But I had to be sure that he knew that the only person worth worshiping is Jesus Christ. Because what he did on the cross was he took all of my pain, all of my anger, all of my sorrow, everything that that was ashes in my life, he took it. And he gave me that love and that beauty so that I could treat my son the way I do, raising him, so he could tell people that he has the lovingest dad ever. That didn't just come. That That's from God. That spirit inside of me that wants to treat my children so well that they are loved, and then they come to me and tell me that they're thankful for my love. That is, that's All that stuff is just because Jesus Christ lives inside of me. I am a new man in Christ. And that I would be so in love with him that I would do a podcast even when I'm tired, worn down, busy, in a freezing cold garage with a 2002 Chevy Cavalier right beside me. Beautiful vehicle for the snow, by the way. That I love him that much. That I would go through that. So that you guys would have a chance of hearing his love. So that you could experience his love as well. This Jesus thing. He gets all over you. And you just want to see other people feel it. Mm, so good. So, so very, very good. That's basically what I wanted to share this week. And I love it when I when I do a the notes for something, then I realize that this was my idea and not God's idea and I get rid of it and I do something that I think looks lesser than the one before and it turns out well. That's God too. He's amazing, amazing, amazing. And I pray that you know him. Always. So I will leave you at that. Stay focused on him. Be watchful of him. Steadfastly. With thanksgiving. And I will... See you all next week. Reminder, we got a special podcast edition coming up later in the month. I think it's January 30th. It's going to be awesome. What are we here for? Is what I believe I titled it. What are we here for? You might be able to connect the dots before that, but tune in anyway. I could use the views. Okay? Thank you. God bless you. Stay safe out there. And remember, you are God's favorite. Hallelujah. See you later. Bye. Like, click, share if you care.